Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. More than 14 million people have been forced from their homes because of the war in Ukraine. Martial law there has led fighting age men to take up arms. So most of the displaced are women and children. They seek refuge from Russian missile attacks in subway tunnels, basements, and bomb shelters. NPR's Anya Kamenets went to one shelter in Lviv. Olga Zabzaluk is the director of a private preschool in Lviv with bright red playground equipment outside. Now the building has found a new purpose. She shows us the basement where there are stacks of shoes in the hallway and mattresses in rows on the floors. About 4,000 women and children have spent at least one night here since the start of the war, half of them in the first week, as they mostly streamed out of the country. Now there are fewer than 100 left. One of them is 11-year-old Glib Zapergin. His blonde hair shaved on the right, sweeping down on the left, and tinted blue. <laughs> it's just the style, he explains. He and his mother left Kharkiv in early April after spending six weeks sleeping in a bomb shelter with their neighbors. He says what he remembers most is the day before they left. An explosion. It happened just 100 meters away from the shelter where he was hiding, and his mother was outside at the time. That was their last straw. It's not an uncommon story at this shelter. 24 hours a day, sirens, Yulia says. She didn't want to give us her last name. She's 45 from Kramatorsk, another city in Ukraine's east. She sheltered with her co-workers at a bottled water factory. Twisting a tissue in her hands, she tells us she walked to church every day. Under the sirens, under the bombs, people begged me not to go, but I went no matter what, she said, to pray for her family. But she knew she had to go the day she heard two explosions near the factory. She looked out the window and saw, she says, two clouds of smoke from bombs, both landing in her neighborhood. Yulia and the others NPR spoke with express great gratitude that they ended up at the place simply called Shelter Lviv. It's here because of Instagram, says co-founder Olga Zabzaliuk, and specifically a Ukrainian stylist she follows. On the second day of war, in her Instagram stories, she wrote, let's do something about people who need help. Zabzaluk reached out to her, and the two women met for the first time ever and decided within 15 minutes to co-found the shelter. They offer legal help, psychological counseling, and a chance for kids to do what kids do, like play Twister. Gleb Zapargin calls the place awesome. There are lots of other kids here to play with. And after being stuck in a basement for so long, he can finally take walks and play his ukulele. The people NPR spoke with teared up when they described spending so many weeks under near-constant attacks in eastern Ukraine. Some of their houses are destroyed, but they all want to go home. I would walk there if I could, Yulia says. Anya Kamenets, NPR News, Lviv, Ukraine.
This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This advertisement comes from our paid sponsor, Fundrise. High interest rates mean that real estate assets are available at a discount compared to previous valuations. The Fundrise flagship fund plans to expand its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. Add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio at fundrise.com NPR. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the fund before investing. Read the prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. I'm Jesse Thorne. Why did Cola Scola write a bonkers, extremely fictionalized play about Mary Todd Lincoln? Well, you know, it was 2020 and we were all so isolated. I, I just started doing research. On, but the truth is, I, no, I just thought of it. We'll talk about that and more on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR.